everyone. You know, you're on the Mark Sports Talk with your host, Mark, with a C. I welcome you all. How are you guys? I love that portion. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. Now, this is show number 116. And what does Michael always say? Kind of hurt. There you go. Someone, someone. People listen. We don't listen to each other. <laughs> Very great. So, <clears throat> how are my, all my sports fans today? How are we doing? Doing good. Yeah, you guys had a good week since last time we talked. Lots has happened in the sports world, and we're going to get to it, most of it today, if not all of it today. If I leave something out, be sure to bring it up. I want to start today's show with Milton's Name That Tomb. Milton's Oldie Selection, which was such a hit last week. Here we go. I thought so. And wait, 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 you are, Milton, you are sponsor, you have a sponsor. Look, you do one week and, and they, they call in, they want to sponsor you in this, in this little spot. You want to and sponsor you're sponsored you. by nitri- nitrous oxide. <laughs> All right. We used okay, to use so a lot of that. For, we you did so a lot of away, that. Anyway, a number of years ago, um, we're in California and, you know, Frank Sinatra was, uh, lived in uh, Palm Springs, and he did a lot, of, a lot of nice things there, especially for the Jewish people, helped build a temple. Anyway, he built a nightclub close by in a place called Indian Wells, and he named it Frank's Place. And um, other, one other artist used to perform there who would all do Sinatra's songs. Love Frank Sinatra, would do all the songs. And we went to a nightclub with a couple of hundred people there. And he always started off his show with name that tune. You were not allowed to use your computer, your phone, no, no Googles. 200 something people were there. Nobody got this song except me. And I'm gonna play it for you right now. Wait, what happened? Meanwhile, you're showing us the name of the song. <laughs> uh-huh. You guys know it? Well, now so I know it anyway. No one more by the time. How it goes. So in love. Great song, you know? Yeah, it's great song. It's one, of the oldest, one of the greatest of all time. And um, what I wanted it's to so say, you can't look it up. It was the Times. It was their only hit. Fine. Right. And uh, a great <laughs> song. And every week when I can come so, online, I will try to do a song which brings you back to memories, where you were, who you were with at the time. And I have some very good stories. So. Who, who got this song? It's a rare, rare somebody could get it. When you when you put it up to the speaker, everyone saw the name. Oh, so well, the right. name. Well, I can't help that. <laughs> I don't have my you glasses. You were still working out the kinks, you know what I mean? We want to hear it, the but kinks, we see it. Right. Score, score update, two out, top of the ninth. Right. Yankees tied it up. Still batting. Uh, How did they get that second run? 
Kalefa, uh, I have a, a single, not Ben Hicks. Okay. All right. Hicks, Hicks singled, went to second on the ground by Stanton and Kalefa, Falafa, Kalefa hit, got a single. All right. Anyway, well, you guys all like that song, right? Yeah. That's one of the greatest we, songs we, of all time. I got we, some. We, we, I got we songs to have that as our wedding 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. <laughs> I even have songs from Debbie Gibson. All right. You give us each week. We'll, we'll yeah. give you a sponsor and we'll have fun for a few minutes. Thank you, Milton. It was good. Good. Good job. Uh, let's go on to Gerald's numbers report. He's sponsored this week by stickers. You, know, you put things on stickers. <laughs> So, but not Snickers. Snickers, ST. Go ahead, uh, Gerald. Take it away. Okay, this week we're going to review the 1962 MLB season. Uh, key awards MVP, Maury Wills and Mickey Mantle. Cy Young Award, Big D, Don Drysdale. Batting averages. Tommy Davis, 346, Pete Reynolds, 326, home runs, Willie Mays, 49, home killed with 48, slugging average, Frank Robinson, 624, Mickey Mantle, 605, complete games, Warren Spawn, 22, Camilo Pasquale, 18, strikeouts, Big D, Don Drysdale, 232, Camilo Pasquale, 206, winning percentage, Bob Perky, with a P. 821, Ray Herbert, 690, wins. Don Drysdale, 25, Ralph Terry, 23. The Yankees defeated the Joints in the World Series 4-3. The World Series shares. The winner, Yankees, $9,883. The Giants, $7,291. The World Series was noted for its dramatic finish, as we recall, the line drive to Richardson off the bat of McCovey, and it took 13 days due to rainouts. The MVP was Ralph Terry in the 1962 World Series. He was my MVP in the 1960 World Series, incidentally. Um, National League, on September 7th, Maury Will stole four bases against the Pirates, setting a National League record of 82 in the season. Stan Musial set records for scoring 1,806 times in a career and on 622 became the all-time leader in total bases with 5,864. John Buck O'Neill became the first African-American coach after joining the staff of the Chicago Cubs. He previously was a Cub scout credited with discovering Ernie Banks and Lou Brock, two pretty good players. American mm -hmm. League. Brooks Robinson became the fifth player in history to hit grand slams in back-to-back -back games. Kansas City owner Charlie Finley hired the first woman in baseball broadcasting, Betty Kaywood. On September 12, 1962, Tom Chaney of the Washington Centers struck out a record 21 batters during an extra inning game. Chaney won 2-1 to one in throwing a complete game lasting 16 innings. He threw 228 pitches. Nice. I believe the all-time modern-day record was 235 by Nolan Ryan. And that's my report for 1962. Thanks, Gerald. That's good. And I, I like the idea that you're bringing up some old names. And some of us, you know, can relate to some of these, like Bob Perky. Right? Who, who's ever said Bob, Bob Perky in the last 20 years? 
whatever. And and but like Pete Runnels, he was a great hitter, but with, with Ted in the lineup, you know, he just did his thing. You know? Ted was the name, not Pete Runnels. But Mark, that was good. Mark. Yes, yeah, sir. Wasn't that the year, Gerald, that also the Giants had to beat the Dodgers in a two out of three playoffs to get to the World Series? Yes, and I believe that's one of the reasons why there was some there was a delay in the World Series, but because it uh, it, it took three games to, to complete the the uh, yeah. that play. I, I, I remember. Series. I think Stan Williams walking somebody with the bases loaded. What? Number thirteen. Uh, that could be. I'm not sure, Fred. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. Number thirteen. What do you mean, number thirteen? Thirteen. Same as Ralph Branca. Uh. Okay, 1962. 11 years later. I was 12. So was I. <laughs> I was 12 also. All right, cool. All right, July, today's July 21st. And a couple of highlights on exactly what happened today. Was... He does the year, I do the day. Well, in 1921, the Indians and the Yankees combined, imagine this, 16 doubles. In one game, <coughs> Cleveland had nine, Yankees had seven. Cleveland won the game. 1945, this is interesting. The Tigers and the A's played a 24-inning game, which they had to end in a 1-1 tie. But the Tiger pitcher, I never, I never heard of this fella, Les Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, he pitched 19 and two-thirds innings. How can he do that? <laughs> 19 and two-thirds innings. Imagine that. Boy, times have changed. Uh, 1970. Some of you might remember this one because I remembered it when I read it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Padres pitcher, Clay Kirby. Maybe you remember his baseball card back then. Held the Mets hitless for eight innings. But they were losing one nothing. So the manager, Preston Gomez, pinch hit for Kirby, I guess, in the in the eighth, and took him out of the game while he was pitching a no-hitter. <clears throat> the relief pitcher came in, and they gave up hits, and the Padres eventually they lost a no-hitter, and they lost the game 3 nothing. So one of those things, do you take your pitcher out if he's pitching a no-hitter? This, this one went eight innings. Mm. You know, what do you do? Remember Santana? They kept them in there for how many pitches? 140? 132. 135. 134. Never the same afterwards. Never the same. Uh, 1972. Hank Aaron hits his 700th home run off of the famous Ken Britt. Here's one I know you all remember in 1975. Joe Torre was, was with the Mets. He was playing with the Mets. He hit in four consecutive double plays. Yeah. <laughs> the batter before him, Felix Mian, singled four consecutive times, and four consecutive times <laughs> they, they pulled a double, you know, a, a double uh, so play. So was Mian Yeah. I thought that was interesting. But I think, how I many guys remember that game? I remember that game. I think I, 
I might have been at that game for some reason. That sounds so like Yeah, but you would have left before the fourth double play. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Well, maybe Very I think good, what, yeah, definitely. That year I definitely was leaving. Uh in 2006, A-Rod hits his 450th home run. He's a Yankee now, but he's considered the youngest to to reach that number. And he also got his 2000s hit in the same game, which I thought was very interesting. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Is that which Michael is on the line here? Do we know which Michael's on the line? The Michael who's on the screen with your name. Which Michael is that? If you don't talk to us, we don't know who you are. We don't know who you are. So we're going to go on to Howie's West Coast report. We're going to jump over Michael's weekly views because we don't know what Michael that is. <laughs> Welcome, Danny. Okay, so Howie, let's go to your West Coast report. What, what you got for us? And by the way, you're sponsored by oh. a garden hose. <laughs> oh, how nice. I have a few. Okay. Uh, my report is basically uh, like a book report. I just finished this uh, recently... Uh, uh, written biography about Horace Stoneham. It's called 40 Years, A Life, A Giant, The Life of Horace Stoneham by Stephen Tredder. And uh, sometimes you read sports books and it's very, they're very poorly written. They just throw in statistics. This was really well written. I didn't know that m much about Stoneham. You know, those of us from the New York area, we always consider O'Malley uh, is like very uh, low today. The sound is very, it's on a hundred percent, but it seems very low. Uh, Fred. Fred. <laughs> anyway, those who are from New York area, we consider O'Malley to be the, uh, the evil banker who stole the Dodgers away. And Stoneham is more like the, the adult who followed the West Coast. But uh, Stoneham took over the club in 1936 after his father, who was the owner of the club, uh, abruptly died. Uh, his father had lost all his money in stock market. The one thing he held onto was the club. And the Giants became the Stoneham business from then until Stoneham sold the club in 76. This goes through all the years in the 30s, Mellot, into the 40s, uh, when uh, Leo DeRocher became the manager from the Dodgers, changed the team from a big-hitting Johnny Mize-type team to Alvin Dock, Eddie Stanky, and then the emergence of Willie Mays, uh, and then uh, the move to San Francisco. First, they were, he was going to move to Minnesota, O'Malley said, why don't you move out with me? And I'm sure Major League Baseball had some stuff to do with it. There doesn't seem to have been any effort by uh, the city of New York, who owned the land under the polo grounds. The Giants owned the building. Uh, there, were, there was no, no effort by the city of New York to offer them anything. They said, well, maybe you could share a Yankee Stadium with the Yankees. Uh, there was a proposal to build the stadium uh, by the borough president of Manhattan uh, on the railroad tracks, which I think now is maybe where they have the Jav I'm not sure if they have the Javis Center there, but it never came to pass. And uh, he was going to move to Minnesota where the they were building the 
uh, the Twin Stadium, but O'Malley uh, convinced them to move to San Francisco. Unfortunately, they built Candlestick Park, not the best of places. Uh, there's a myth that says that they, the, the uh, mayor of San Francisco took, uh, uh, took Stone of Mouth in the morning to see Candlestick and how nice it was, and then took him back to City Hall before the afternoon before the winds came in. But this <laughs> heard that goes, I heard that before. This book goes into that, and what they what they thought, and they thought wrong, was to the west of the uh, of the ballpark. There's the uh, there's the uh, 101 freeway, and then there's this uh, this called I forget what the neighborhood's called, but it's a very big hill, big hill, and they thought that the hill would stop the wind and the wind would go around the stadium. The wind came over the hill, through the stadium, even when they enclosed it. And I went there when I first moved out in 84, when they enclosed it for the, uh, for the Niners to play there, it still was bad. Add to that, they were on the edge of the bay and the bay is the deepest from, from San Francisco, Oakland at that point in time. So. In the evening, you got the fog comes roaring back in. So it was the worst thing. Uh, I mean, he, he uh, there was some a boner. There was some real good trades with the help with the Rocher early on. But then later on, Stoneham had a, had a like a Steinbrenner hand in trades, and he traded people like uh, Orlando Cepeda because they. They were had Cepeda and McCovey and both only play first. Uh, traded uh, 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 Gaylord Perry for Sam Owl, who was a known drunk. I mean, there's other things, but uh, there's some good things about Stoneham. Uh, one of the things the Dodgers always get the uh, this credit for bringing in uh, black ball players. Stoneham had the uh, Lease the polo grounds to the Cuban American League, Black Cubans, they call it. And the guy who he was in contact with, he took on when the league folded, he took on that guy to work for the Giants. This guy had contacts not only in Cuba, but in Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Venezuela. And that's the reason why the Giants had so many Latin ball players uh, early on more than a lot of other teams. Very interesting. Anyway, uh, I high, highly recommend the book uh, for any baseball player. It, it's just so well written, so well researched. There's one other thing. The year 1954 when Willie Mays won MVP, he won the batting title. At the All-Star break, he had 36 homers. So at that point, they, everybody was talking about him breaking not only Hack Wilson's record, but Babe Ruth's. What happened is uh, the pitchers started pitching Mays outside instead of inside. Willie, to his great credit, instead of trying to pull the ball, just went that way and wound up being like 345. He only hit five more homers that year, but he won the batting title and they won the championship. So very interesting book. I highly recommend it. And it's called again? Title? 40 Years of Giant, The Life of Harp 
Parastonum. Okay, thank you for that review. We're gonna run. How many quarters did you just put in every time you just lent to your segment? Every two minutes, the operator came on and said, put another quarter in. Only, <laughs> only you heard that one. <laughs> I, I also heard this week that, um, that's a joke guys, you can laugh. Um, the commissioner, <laughs> the commissioner uh, has like put their, his foot down and said the Oakland baseball situation with a stadium must be resolved now. The college, he says he was in the Coliseum. The Coliseum is poor. They need a new ballpark or move to Las Vegas. And they said there's going to be a vote on a new ballpark this year. Is that what, is that true? Well, one thing that came out, I don't know about that. I think that's just a mess. But one thing that came out this week is that the owner of the Warriors, Joe Lacobe, uh, had wanted to buy the A's back in 2004 or something like that. And Major League Baseball didn't want, want, to, want to sell it to him. I don't know for what reason, whether it was a money issue. I don't know why. Uh, and Lacobe said, by now, if he would have bought it by now, he would have had the stadium down where they want it without all the big frills that uh, the current ownership has. Yeah, wants Fisher. They have the worst team in the league, right? The, the, the least number of wins, I believe. Um, Gerald, go ahead. I Gerald. think the commissioner, I think the commissioner told Tampa Bay to get a new home or move as well. Oh, yeah, cool. okay. Anybody else want to comment on uh, Howie's report? Thank you, Howie. Uh, let's move on to uh, stories. So, by, by the way, the, commission, the commissioner said, unless they move the teams, there will not be expansion. That's, that's the sort of pressure on them, because they want to expand to a couple of more teams, but right. not while these two are in state. Struggling, right. It doesn't, doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, right? Of course. Okay, let's go on to Larry, uh, Larry Stories from Fairfax, Virginia. And you're sponsored by the letter A. <laughs> what do you got today? My story this week is entitled Rogers Hornsby and Hank Aaron's Thoughts on Hitting. By way of background, Ted Williams said, quote, I've always felt Rogers Hornsby was the greatest hitter for average and power in the history of baseball, close quote. For example, in 1922, Hornsby hit 401 with 42 home runs. Also, Rogers had a 1915-1937 career batting average of 358. And Braves teammate Joe Torrey said that, quote, Hammer and Hank Aaron never made a mistake on the field and hit 362 in postseason play. And of course, Aaron would go on to amass 755 home runs in his 1954-1976 career. This is how they thought about their hitting. First on Rogers Hornsby. Rogers Hornsby said his hitting strategy would just look for the good pitch to hit. Ted Williams implemented the Hornsby approach scientifically by carving up the strike zone in his mind into 77 baseball-sized spaces and by waiting for the ball to come to his sweet spot. It didn't hurt that they both enjoyed better than average eyesight. 
But Hornsby also had some strange off-the-field habits to maximize his hitting. Hornsby told players, quote, to avoid air conditioning because it freezes up the body. Avoid swimming because it exercises the wrong muscles. Avoid playing golf because it used up too much energy. And avoid reading and going to the movies because it hurt your batting eye, close quote. Ted <laughs> Williams? Now on Hank Aaron. Aaron said, quote, guessing what the pitcher is going to throw was 80% of being a successful hitter. To do this, Henry studied what the pitcher was known to throw and eliminated all but one or two of them from hitting consideration. And Henry said he often could read the pitcher's grip on the ball to tell him what pitch is coming. Unlike Hornsby, Aaron did not have any peculiar living habits off the field. That completes my story for this week. Thank you. Oh, well, why was Rogers Hornsby named Rogers and not just Roger? Anyone know? Is there a story behind that? Yeah. Was a typographical error in the birth certificate? Did someone <laughs> just like, like twitch when they put the S in? Maybe it's his mother's maiden name. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe Roger. Whatever. Thank you, uh, Larry, for that story. I look forward to those stories. All right, let's go. By the way, the Yankees lost. You heard that, right? You guys yeah. have that? No, I just saw the finish. Oh, yeah, yeah, three, three, two. Okay, <clears throat> so let's go on to baseball. And the Yankees, they lost that game. So now they're 64 and 29. And I guess their lead goes to 12 and a half games because they were 13 ahead, right? And the Mets are 58 and 35, and they're two and a half games ahead of the Braves at this point. But lots of baseball to play, and you got to win these games as the games go on. Well, they had the All Star break. We all, how many of you guys watch the games? Watch the All Star game, the home run derby? Did you guys uh, tune in? A little, not a little. Let's, uh, let's talk about the, uh, the All Star game. But you know, many of the players who were picked, didn't go. Either they were injured or something came up. Some of the pitchers who pitched on Sunday, who made the team, they weren't going to pitch on Tuesday. So I guess they were replaced. So uh, just because you're not picked, if you had a great uh, first half, there's an excellent chance that you'd make the squad. Like Trout, Bryce Harper, Altuve, uh, Alvarez on the... Um, did he play? He's hurt, Alvarez, right? He didn't play today. Arenado, Chaz Jism, uh, Josh Hader, George Springer, the Mets, Starling Marte. They all did not play. And pitches, Verlander, Cole, and Max Fried did not play. Well, it was nice to see uh, Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, you guys nice watched well. the first inning? How, how cool he was. He was so relaxed. And... Uh, it's a nice way. He picked draw. off. Who do you pick off at the first? Oh, well, Donnie. Donnie. I thought that was cool. He surprised himself, too. Uh, and, of course, the, the, Yan the Yankees. The uh, the American League came back and uh, won the game, and that's the ninth year in a row that they won it. And Giancarlo Stanton got the MVP. One of my yep. co-workers said, they said, I said, Mark, why, why did Giancarlo get the MVP? Well, he hit the home run to tie the game, right? Mm. 
No, it went ahead. Had two run home. That's right. That two tied run the game. Tied the game. Tied the game. And then Burton right. hit the Burton hit the home run to uh, win What's the it? game. Was it a? I, I missed the home run. Was it a moonshot? Yep. It was a moonshot. So maybe that's <laughs> the reason why. So how about this rule? I want to hear your views on that. They and this is something they may consider in the regular season in the future. If the game would have been tied after nine, they would have had a home run derby. No, ex no extra innings, no, no ghost runner, no 10th inning. Go to right away to a home run derby. I think you, you select, I believe you have to select before the game, three players and the managers have to, you know, know who the no. three people are. What, what's like your it. opinion on this? I don't Terrible like it. Idea. I like it. I like it. So good. The same way I don't like the penalty kicks in the uh, in the World Cup after a tie. They should but fight. they do it. They, they do, do it. Not. And in but hockey, do. what do they have? They have the uh, the shootouts, right? Yeah, but only yeah. regular season, not in the playoffs in hockey. Correct. In hockey, mm. yeah. This is, this, uh, is next, yeah. this is, yeah, okay. Not the same thing. It would, it would be nice if they did away with that person on second also and just played yeah. a regular game. Next year. It's gone next year. Speed it up yeah, in a lot of different ways. Yeah, Mike yeah, Runner is gone next year. There's the Michael who was on before. I thought the most interesting thing on the uh, All Star game was that uh, all the guys that were mic'd up, and also yeah, the, cool. and and the fact that the the, the home plate umpire was mic'd up. Yeah, it's fun. Michael I, K. I like that a lot. Michael K. My 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 thought about all of this is those of us, you know, who are who are ancient. And are purists about the game. We're we're all we're purists about the game. We like the game the way it was. The truth is, the 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 attention that's being paid now is not to our generation. It's it's like any business person. You know, when you take over a company and you're trying to determine what need what you need to do in order to increase business, like um. Uh, a, a business person, where someone who owns a store, can can hold fastidiously to the old ways, but if no customers are coming in, it doesn't matter. They're looking for ways to excite a new generation, and it might not be, you know, it might not be attractive to us. But we have to understand that it, it's not intended for us. So we may not like all of these rule changes, but if they're trying to address a younger generation, they've got to come up with all of these creative ways that we might detest but might be more attractive to trying to bring people who don't want yeah. to sit for three hours and watch a game. Well, Mark is home already, so I I, would, I don't care. But what about <laughs> Howie? Well, uh, I've long ago, if you, you suspend the belief that this is a competitive game, it's just an exhibition, then you can enjoy it. Uh, I particularly enjoyed when they mic up, who was it, Manoa, the uh, uh, pitcher from... Toronto, and he was literally talking as he's pitching. He's literally giving you, says, no, it's that's going to be a fastball. No, it's maybe a slider, whatever. I thought that was, that was, that held my attention. I didn't watch the whole game. I watched some first three innings, then I came back to it the last couple of innings. I did, I did see Stan Toma. But you have to realize, like Michael said, it's marketing, even to the, to the uniforms that they'll market They'll go back to the whole ballpark and market. Unfortunately for the A's representative, Paul Blackburn, by the time his uniform is up for marketing, he'll already be traded. 
<laughs> and you heard his story, he, how he got to the uh, the ballpark. Yeah, the A's yeah, were away, and Baker's. Um, the Astros paid for his uh, his direct flight on the right. Astros plane, and he's an A. So that was nice of them to do that. Typical. But the the ratings were the were the lowest since 2015. Oh, Everybody really? here on screen watched it, watched it, but many people did not watch it. Watch there was the nothing else on to watch on TV. What's uh, that? There was nothing else worthwhile for me to watch on TV. Okay, well, you watch it, but they said the ratings was the lowest since yeah. 2015. But they say oh. the baseball all-star game is the best all-star game out of the four major sports. I don't know if you agree to this agree. or not. In football, that's all watered-down rules. Hockey. Yeah, well, Tell me about hockey. Okay, Ron. I, well, you know what they I used mean, Ron, Go Ron. on the fact what Michael was talking about with go gearing it towards a younger generation. The problem with that uh, home run contest at the end of the All-Star game, which part of the younger generation is going to be up to see it? <laughs> Being that they start the game so late. Okay, you're right, you're right. One you second, Stephen. So they're not One gearing second, it for them. No, they're gearing it One second, Stephen. Go ahead, Ron, finish up. No, so that basically that's it. You know, uh, starting the games at eight o'clock, right? Or no, what is it? Eight thirty, basically. Right, 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 right. All the things they do beforehand. And, and then did eleven thirty. So if they did go to this home run contest, it would have ended after twelve. Yeah. Who watched the Who watched the very end? Anybody watch the last out? Probably you. You're in the other coach, man. <laughs> You probably have dinner when it's coming on. It was still, I didn't Forget watch it. Not fair. Not fair. <laughs> Illegal procedure. What do you want, Stephen? Go ahead. Talk. Well, two things. One, uh, I saw some of the All-Star games many years ago. I'm sure everybody else did. Mel Allen used to call it a Midsummer Dreams classic. And, they had, and there were so many Hall of Famers on, on both sides. And yeah. There were some great classic games. You know? uh, and, it was, and it was real, it was real competition. Uh uh, players were not players were not bigging off in the fifties and the sixties. You know, uh, so, so so many Hall of Famers. Uh, you know, many years ago, hockey used to have a different kind of All Star game. It used to be a, during either beginning or during the season, the Stanley Cup champion would play against the All Star team from the rest of the league. And that that was really a you know. Uh, a real game, yeah. Um, it's a joke. That, okay. that, except that back in those days, hockey was not a very widely known sport at all. You know, uh, but, but that was it. But that was the old. Do they game. do they actually hit each other in, in the it, in the it, hockey yeah. all star games? No, no, they're not. It's a different. It's a completely different game. Uh, uh, Football. They weren't even tackling this year. Basketball is the first to reach 200 points. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. they're jokes. At they're least jokes. they're playing baseball. They're trying to. <laughs> uh, Gerald. With baseball starting the game at 8 o'clock New York time, they were able to capture prime advertising dollars because prime time is basically 8 o'clock to 11. So maybe yeah. that was a motivation for starting it at that time. Except we it's don't watch the end. <laughs> Yeah, but there's more people in California. I know, I know. Yeah. I, I woke yeah. up in the middle of the night. I turned my phone on to see who won the game. It's not about uh, Milton. Uh, 
do you think they should be playing to have, you know, for some purpose, not just showing the all stars? Well, they did that a few years ago. I yeah, well, we didn't like that. We didn't like that. You didn't? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. What is the purpose then? Just to, to get everybody in and get right. Everybody every in? every team got to be represented. Right. Represented. And it's a, it's a showcase. That's all. They're That's playing, exactly they're playing against each other. Hey, wasn't there an all-star game where Robinson Cano got drilled with a pitch in the all-star game when he was a no, star? I think I remember one time Randy Johnson threw almost that uh, John Crux head. Remember that one? Right. But that was yeah. also... But I remember Robinson on Cano getting hurt. Yeah. Well, I think it was on purpose. It wasn't, wasn't with malintent. Danny, go ahead. Now, a couple Roger. of things. The All-Star Game, if I'm not mistaken, initially used to be a charity game to raise right. money for charity in one way or the other in the baseball world. Yeah, yeah. Secondly, the the uh, the home run hitting contest, It's to me, it's, it's a joke and a waste of time. It's the most boring thing you ever want to see. The only one I was rooting for a little bit was Pujols because it was his last time. <laughs> but uh, beyond that, how many people that – how many players that have – that have participated in a home run hitting contest actually did end up hurting themselves. Right. David Wright is a typical example. After he was in it, he was done. I hope that the way these guys were swinging with such ferocity at everything that they did not hurt themselves, especially Alonzo. Alonzo was hitting them on the, he just wasn't lifting them, but he was hitting one line drive after the other. And, and after each session that they were playing, these guys were exhausted. Mm-hmm. You know, is yeah. it really worth it? You know, some of these top players to go into this, it doesn't do anything. Yeah, but uh, the home run derby opened our eyes up to a guy named Julio Rodriguez, yeah. which I'm sure none of you have ever seen or heard before. Yeah. And you yeah. saw him, what he did, and he made a he made a name for himself. This Julio yeah. Rodriguez. Yeah. Uh, we promised uh, Roger, and then uh, Larry, you wanted to say something, but Roger's going to go first. Okay, thanks, thanks, Mark. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree with uh, Michael Clayman. You know, the old days, I mean, I'd like to see maybe four at-bats from Willie Mays or Hank Aaron or somebody. What about 1970? Right. Oh, well, yeah, but Pete Rose, I mean, that was a whole yeah. thing. Yeah. But How about the starting pitches career. back in the 1950s and 60s? In the All-Star game, they all went three innings. Right. Now they know they're only pitching one. Right. Carl <laughs> Hubble. We still remember Carl Hubble striking out five of the greatest players. Right. They still talk about that. It really they still talk something. about that, yeah. I, I thought there was no interleague back there either, so you never got to see these guys from the other league, too. So That's it was right. Good point, good point, good point. Larry. I thought, I thought it was great that every guy, every pitcher just had one inning and you had a chance to see all these pitches. Yeah. You had, you saw they were having a lot of fun. I like when Bill, when uh, Big Poppy was running around it. You know, it's a game for fun. Yeah, it's not a game it to win. It's a game to show the guys that they feel are best, as long as there's a player from every single team. On the other hand, with baseball itself, I think the younger generation would like to see a two-hour and fifteen-minute game. And if they could do things to <laughs> cut it down in time, I think that would be a big bonus for baseball. They'll only do that and if they go. Who, they you know anybody who did not in. play in the game? People who, who came who traveled across the country to be there and did well, the, the Met pitcher, the Met pitcher didn't get in. The closer probably some of the pitchers. Some of the pitchers. They didn't get in. Yeah. They didn't so get Cole in. Cole didn't oh. pitch because he pitched Sunday. No, I don't mean Cole because right. he was replaced. 
Right. But uh, Diaz was on the team. He didn't. Pay, he didn't come. He didn't come in. No. All right. Tough luck. Okay, uh, Gerald again. I used to like seeing the players wearing their own team uniforms. Yeah. Used to. Yeah. yeah. Marketing. That's just marketing. I didn't care for the uh, the colors of the. Oh. What was the America League was playing? Oh, that dog? I thought that was the like, Padres, Mark. <laughs> dark they, colors. Mark, they look like they were prison uniforms. That had a long show. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who. who, who awesome. Uh, Very good, Howard. Uh, who's I, the awesome. Yeah, yeah. The fuck the paid for that? Wow. Cool. <clears throat> yeah, they were terrible. But uh, I'm sure they're in. Uh, well, there's no more models. I'm sure they're in dicks. <laughs> <laughs> right, There's no more. It used to be like models. Go get tomorrow the same, same hats and the same shirts, but probably in dicks. Go ahead, there, Milton. Yeah, I did hear that a lot of the players were lobbying for Soto to come to their team. There were a lot. I remember there were some other games where they were lobbying. I think the guy from the Angels, uh, Trout, to come to the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, they will lobby. I, hey, if not the Yankees, I hope your Mets get Soto and that picture. Talk from about the that in a few few minutes about Soto. Of course, he won the home run derby. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. All the names during the Yeah, he, he's not. He didn't accept the uh, the offer, and he he wants to be. He's going to be traded. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And I don't know where Seattle came from. All of a sudden, they're beating everybody. Yeah, yeah, they're hot. Yeah. So they had, let's move on. To, if I may interject a little, go ahead, go interject. About the, length, the length of a baseball game. Yeah. You look at a basketball game, an NBA game. Yeah. The last two minutes takes an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, so I question. some reality over here. Go. <clears throat> go. The reason why a basket, baseball game is so long is because on average, three to three and a half minutes of commercials in between half innings. In today's yeah. game with the Yankees and Houston, if you notice on the TV, there hardly were any commercials in between the innings, in between the half innings. There were showing there were none. There were hardly, no, occasionally one. There were none, and I don't know why. They had minutes. because because the, the commercials come out of Atlanta, and Atlanta had a blackout, and they couldn't oh. show the commercials. That's why. They still use the same amount of time in between half innings. You know, the game, the game cut into the Jita document. Uh, we were trying to tape that, the, uh, ah. the theories of Jita's yeah. whole career. And Very we missed good. a lot of it. But I only saw the first the first, the first, first chapter. I don't know where the other ones are being. Well, they had. Uh, today. Only had. Later today. Yeah. Today the, is the uh, second chapter? I think so. I think yeah. it's the uh, second episode today. Yeah. yeah. The uh, Yankee game, the, the Yankee Perfect. game before the break. The Yankees were playing, help me. Boston. Boston was a Boston. Yeah. Boston yeah. I think that was the game. <clears throat> and it was the Boston pitcher. I don't know his name. But they were commenting on how long in between pitches. You know, some people have their little routines. You know, you get the ball back from the catcher. And some of them, throughout their entire career, this is their routine. They, they take the ball. They rub it up a little bit. They, they walk around a, a little bit. The they take a breath. Then they come to the mound, look for the sign, and do their stuff. And the guy was taking 35 seconds I in between that. pitches. And how, how is a guy like that going to adapt when they go, which they, they're talking about really serious next year, 
to what? 15 seconds, 16, seven? I don't know what the number is. No, but I it's think that area. In the sound bite generation. Again, the generation. They want, again, they want to, there won't be a game if they don't attract a younger generation. Baseball has lost a lot of its popularity. They've got to do something because they're not going to sit. I can't sit any longer and watch. I can't sit in my own service for that long, but I could certainly, a baseball game, it's it's endless. Are your services that long these days? I haven't heard. No, we we fortunately, <laughs> COVID's been a good excuse for me to uh, unilaterally just. So what Larry and I are doing a service October uh, August fifth, and it's going to be one hour long, right, Larry? So I'm going to so. be the rabbi, and uh, Larry's going to be the cantor. Yeah, I, I have an hour and fifteen. I it. have an hour and fifteen minutes worth of music. What are you talking Get about? Get the hell out of here! <laughs> <laughs> So Michael, what, what are you guys doing over there at the synagogue to attract new congregants? Well, there aren't a lot of young people here. I mean, there aren't young people in the yeah. area. So your that's congregation is old. Yeah. But, but communities, it's like anything else, you know, communities need to reach out. They're going to reach out and attract younger people. It can't be same old, same old. The, the, right. the rules apply to baseball as they apply to our businesses and yeah. professions and mine also. Yeah. Well, our generation will be gone in 20 some odd years. Yeah. So it's a younger generation. I'll be 73 this year. My mother's 103. How long am I going to hang around? Well, you, got the, you got the long lifeline. Oh, so you'll no, be, you'll no. be around in 25 years. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, How you want to say something before we move on? Well, well, two things. One thing about, like, you, Mark, right before the break, the Giants were playing, uh, I think it was Milwaukee. They were losing two to nothing going into the eighth inning. They had, I think, barely had a hit. Even their fans were leaving the park. There were all these mark goals in the fans. What happened? They scored two runs at the bottom of the eighth, three runs at the bottom of the ninth, and they just explode. Turn around. They've been on this little winning streak right up until the All-Star game. Uh, the other thing that I noticed uh, uh, right before the, uh, the All-Star break, I was watching the game with Miguel Cabrera was at second base. Now, Miggy is no longer the Miggy 20-odd years ago. Anyway, the pitcher was totally ignoring him. So right. Cabrera jogs into third, right. stealing it. The catcher throws. The ball sails at the left field, and the Cabrera comes into home laughing like crazy. Yeah, I saw that. That's, yeah. that's great. To see they that. brought that the oxygen just, out for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's move on a little bit here. Still sticking with the baseball. They had the amateur draft, which, I mean, did any of you guys watch this draft? We watched the football draft. We watched the basketball draft. Some of you watched the hockey draft. I mean, did anybody watch the baseball draft? It was on TV. Jackson Holiday, the Orioles, number one pick. That's the, his, the son of Matt Holiday. Oh. Isn't that cool? And then Drew Jones, the son of Andrew Jones, was picked number two by the Diamondbacks. I thought that was made good news. And Kumaraka, who made news last year as the Mets pick, and the Mets refused to sign him because there was a potential injury in his shoulder. He was signed, and he turned out to be a minor adjustment in Kuma. He went at number three by the Rangers, and he's already signed. He signed his contract within a week uh, for $5.2 million. Uh, so I thought that was nice. The Mets picked up another... What's that? I would have signed for less. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I would have signed for 0.2 million. I know you would have. Yeah. Uh, the Mets at number 11 picked a catcher, Kevin Parada from Georgia Tech. And they picked a shortstop at number 14, Jeff Williams from a high school. So we'll see how these guys do down the line. The Yankees at 25 picked an outfield, the Spencer Jones from Vanderbilt. Six foot seven from California. So does that sound familiar? A six yeah. foot seven outfielder from yeah. California? Yeah. They're going down, down that road again. Did right? I read the headline there was a seven footer that was drafted? I just saw the headline. Shortstop. Shortstop. Yeah. yeah. Um, then they had a list of all the former number Yankee, the former Yankee number one picks and the Met former number one picks. And uh, Met wise, I go back as far as uh, 2013, Dom Smith still playing with them. Yankees, you know, Dante Bichette. Remember Dante Bichette? We think of him as a, uh, a chubby outfielder from, the, from Colorado. He was a Yankees, number one pick in 2011. Wow. And you guys knew that? I didn't, never knew that. What was the guy's name? Was it Brian Jones, the guy, the Yankee, who ended up in a fight? Oh, never... Brian Taylor. Brian Taylor. Taylor. That's yeah, way, never... way, way back. Yeah. But looking at okay, 2015, 16, or oh, 2017, Clark Schmidt. But the other kid, there are kids, still kids from 2018 mm-hmm. up. Yeah. And uh, who knows if they'll ever be a Yankee or they'll be ready for trade bait down the line. So the Juan Soto sweepstakes. Hello. Has begun. Turned down 15 years for $440 million, which I think would have made him the richest, highest contract in baseball. And he turned it down. Is it something, uh, um, Larry, he wants to get out of Washington? You think that's the reason, Larry? I think think he and Judge are looking to match Trout's $35 million a year. They both are offered well, isn't this contract more than Trent? I think no. the 15 the total contract is more, but the per year was less. The papers quoted Soto is saying he wants a higher annual number. Well, they they had a pot they they had in the paper uh possible trades to the to Washington. For Soto, here's just some of them. The Red Sox would give up Bogarts, Bogarts, uh, Tana Hope, Tana Hope, what his name is, and a couple of minor leaguers. The Cards, the Cards, I think, have the best deal. Dylan Carlson, who's starting for them. Jordan Walker, third baseman. Nolan Gorman, Astros starting for the uh, them too. And Tyler O'Neill is starting for them. That's a good deal for the, for the Cardinals if they want to do that. And then the Tigers, Tigers Soto goes to the Tigers. Uh, the Spencer, uh, Spencer Torkelson, who was the number one pick a few years ago, who was recently sent to the minors, recently sent to the minors, uh, and a couple other minor leaguers. The Giants are in the sweepstakes. Logan Webb would be involved in trade. Uh, Luis Matos, Carl Harrison, Marco Luciano. Don't know those players at all. Uh, the Marlins. Would he go to the Marlins? I can't see that one. But they, they threw some prospects. Trevor Rogers, Jesus Sanchez, a couple of other pitches. To the Angels. 
<laughs> you gotta give you gotta give those you gotta give the Nats Mike Trout. Does, does he say Not why happening. he wanted to leave? The Mets, the Mets, they threw, uh, they put, they threw Jeff McNeil, uh, Francisco Alvarez, their their uh, prize catcher, Kayla McGill, Brett Fatty, Ronnie Mauricio, Mark Viendos. This is their whole farm system. If they go that route, Mark. Yes, sir. Go ahead. The papers this morning said that the Nationals are uh, looking to, tra uh, to trade Soto, but any trade will have to involve Corbin as no. well. It's a package deal. Imagine taking over his... his oh, you uh, got to take Corbin? Oh, I see. Okay. So he's owed a lot of money too, right? Yeah, yeah for three or four years, uh, uh, about $60, $70 million. All these contracts are bankrupting some teams. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Go ahead, Stephen. I was. I wonder if Larry could tell us this. Why does he want out of Washington? It's not. Is it clear. money or? It's or not clear that why he wants to do that. Uh, it, it, there's not. Uh, people are speculating. I want to play for a winning team so that he becomes more and more popular. To the, because then he'll get a lot of uh, action in, in uh, uh, advertising and all kinds of stuff that comes for that. $445 is not enough? No. <laughs> Never enough. And he's Never a kid. Enough. What is he, 20, 20, 23. 20, 23 years old? Wow. Be very interesting. I just hope he goes to the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> so the Yankees, Yankees brought back Tyler Wade. Remember Tyler yeah. Wade? They brought him back. Yeah. You know, so the Yankee leaves and the other team doesn't want him anymore. The Yankees buy him right back or trade for him right back. Uh, Severino, he's on the injured uh, list. There's always someone on the injured list. I know. Miguel Castro on the Severino. injured list. The Mets first base coach. I don't <laughs> who, knows, who knows his name? Real quick. The Mets first Wayne, Kirby. Wayne, Wayne Kirby. Kirby. Wayne Kirby underwent prostate cancer surgery wow. uh, during the break. They found the cancer early. He's doing well and should be back in 10 days. Wow. That's good. And uh, I don't know if this is true or not. The Yankees may not go in for uh, Ben Attendi, as we thought they would, yeah, because he's not right. vaccinated. Right. He's not vaccinated. No, and he has no intention of getting vaccinated. Very interesting, huh? Maybe you should join forces with Djokovic. <laughs> won't be allowed to come into the United States they because they, they, unvaccinated. They, they shouldn't go after him. If there's a possibility they could play the Blue Jays in the playoffs. Yeah. And he insists he's not getting vaccinated. Yeah, ten Royals couldn't play that last series. He shouldn't have they, and they have a key series with him in, in September. Yeah. 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 Um, July 30th, coming up, let's see, next week on a Saturday, that's the Yankees old timers yeah. day. And you guys got tickets? Danny, you got tickets? No, but I've been to a couple of old timers days. It's one of the longest days you ever want to do. Yeah. They're actually, was they're actually not playing the old timers game. There's no game. Yeah, right, it's going right. to introduce the, the players and yeah. spiel it up a little bit. Carol and I went there two times. The yeah. day started at 11 o'clock. Yeah. And, and uh, I mean, we had lunch in the steakhouse, the whole thing. We, we still get home 
God knows at what time. You got to leave after the seventh thing like me. Stop complaining. <laughs> Put the radio on. When you, to, when you go to the movies, do you, do you, live tw- do you leave 20 minutes before the movie is over? <laughs> I would like to. I'm not a movie person. Yeah, Stephen Rochester. Do you, re- do you read a book backwards? So you, so you know the ending. In Hebrew, you, you do. Yeah. I, I've, own, been you know? about, I've been to about 20 of the uh, old timers games. 20? One. Yeah. Wow. And uh, I was going as a kid with my older brother, and then I, I bring my son. My son and I go. But you know, it, it's so more interesting now watching it at home because you miss all the interviews in the dugout, right. you know, if you're yeah. there. And, and the, you know, I didn't care about the regular game. I wanted to see the old timers, right. you know, the, this way I, I tape it at home and I watch it and I see, you know, Susan Waldman's in the dugout talking to the players, the players mm-hmm. are talking, you know, that's more interesting than being there. Well, see, I went to one. It was on fun. TV, you see the interaction between the, 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 the current and the old timers, you know, which is really nice. But putting the microphones on the, some of the players, I think, uh, is also very good. Yeah, yeah. They did it on uh, Paul O'Neill and Bobby Mercer. Yeah. Right. That was cool. That was it's always good to see that, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. coming up. And, of course, the Mets one is in August and should be very interesting. I heard that the, um, the Mets reached out to the Yankees on the Mets old-timers game to, to like, ask them, how do, you, how do you do this? You know, because it's something <laughs> new they haven't done. An old timers game in how many years? Ever. Many, many, many. And I think the people who did it many, many, many years ago are gone. And now you got the new regime and they want gonna have an old timers game. How do you do the, it? So they're reaching out to teams that do it. Go ahead. The the uh the original old timers game, the Yankees, you know, when I was going in the fifties and sixties, it was the Yankee old timers against the old timers of the team that they yeah. were playing. I remember or, that. You know, like the American League, you know, yeah. they were playing like uh, Cleveland. They had mostly Cleveland, uh, you know, old-timers, yeah, plus some other American League old-timers. Yeah. I remember that scene. The Yankees play like the Tigers old-timers. I, rem- I remember that scene. Right. That's the way they used to do it. Yeah. Now yeah. it's just Yankees versus Yankees. <laughs> the Bombers against the what? Bombers and what's another oh, name for yeah. the Yankees? Bombers and the... Um... Oh, jeez. Stumped you. Yeah. Okay. So that's uh, that's the deal on that. Let's see what else happened in baseball. Okay. Has a good one. The World Baseball Classic I mentioned last week is coming back next year, next spring. And Jock Peterson for Israel. is going to play for Israel. How about that? Yeah. I think Trout said he was going to play for the U.S. Is I think right? Trout announced yesterday. I can see that. Play. But I thought, you know, other team, you know, Jock going to play. Yeah, I got some. Uh, what did they ask? Um, they asked somebody. Who did they ask? They asked someone on TV the other day, a, a really like a, like a white American ball player, if he has any like uh, any uh, relatives from Cuba <laughs> to play on the Cuba. Oh, it was, it was, I, it was the guy Perez. What's the guy's name? The announcer Perez. Oh, Eduardo Perez. Eduardo Perez, who's Cuban, I believe, and uh, he was um, interviewing somebody who who said they're going to play for the USA, and they said, "You sure you don't have any Cuban blood in you, you know, Hispanic Cuban blood to play for them?" I thought that's interesting. And the uh, the Nats drafted uh, a former Montreal Expo, Marquise Grissom Jr. I thought that was interesting. Marquise Grissom, a name from the past. The Yankees drafted a, a Jewish player. Did you hear this one? No. 
Mm. The Yankees drafted in the fifth round with their 160th pick. <laughs> His name is Eric Reiselman out of Louisiana State. Plans on signing and playing as soon as possible. Born and raised in California. Never been to New York. Son of two Jewish immigrants. His mom is Ukrainian. His dad's from Mold Mold Moldova? Moldova? Yeah, Moldova. Moldova. They're not orthodox. Like last year's draft picks, Jacob Steinmetz and Ellie Kligman, but considers right. himself a real Jew and wants to get involved in Jewish stuff where and whenever. He's six foot two and throws over a hundred. Follow the name. Eric R E Y Z E L M A N Reisel. <laughs> and do you guys ever notice the umpires? Their shirts. They have a T. They have an F T X. Yeah. An advertisement. Yeah. Yeah. Some kind of cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency. They're advertising cryptocurrency. <laughs> right. I, I didn't realize. I had to look right. it up what that meant. It's been Which some means you, know, you heard that next year. The ball, the ball team's got an okay to to have advertisement on their shirts. Yeah, and the, the, the uniforms that look like a NASCAR. Yeah. The, pod, the Padres yeah. already signed up with Motorola. I don't know right. if buys so, a Motorola or anything, but they're Motorola. But all the teams are going to have ad advertisement on on them. And they got advertisements on the mound now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. When you first saw it, when you tell me the truth, when you first saw that. Did you think it was there, you know, permanently there? Like someone put it there? That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah me, me too, until like, you know, just, no. just the TV screen <laughs> doing oh. it. And, and, and another thing, the biggest ketchup bottle in the world is gone. 45 tons. Did you see it being removed? What? Because what? Heinz. The ketchup right. bottle. Oh, yeah. On TV, they... they, they they, they got rid of it. They changed the field. Heinz Heinz field. No they changed Heinz the field. What about the ketchup bottle? They took the yeah. bottle away? Yeah, it was a 45-ton bottle. They, they, they took yeah, it away. It was, it was the local on the field. And they right. and, 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 and Heinz no longer wants to be associated with the Steelers because right. they're not in Pittsburgh anymore. They're in Chicago. Right. Okay, okay. The Orioles drafted a seven-foot left-hander. Right. If he makes the big leagues, he will be the tallest uh, pitcher right. ever in baseball. Any of you guys know who was six foot eleven? Randy Johnson, wasn't he? No, he was six no. ten. Uh, uh, I have two other names here: John Rouch, John Rouch, who played for the uh, uh, Mets. the White Sox, the Mets, Arizona, Minnesota, Toronto. Played for everybody. He was six foot eleven. And who else? This guy I never heard of, but he was a giant. Howie, who? give me initials. Uh, <laughs> S H S H Sean Haggerty Henry spelled H J E L L E Hajeli Hajli There he is. Play cup of coffee. <laughs> there was a death in baseball, but not really a, uh, a player. Maybe some of you heard that. I've never heard him, but Juan Alicia or Alicia. 85 years old, long time met Spanish radio broadcast right. uh, right. until 2019. Wow. Joined the Mets 53 years ago. Yeah. yeah. 
He was also involved in scouting wow. and community wow. relations. He called over 4,000 games. I guess you had to tune into the Spanish, the Met Spanish uh, station. So be it. Any guys have any more baseball news before we move on to football? Okay. Okay. Wake you up. Well, the camps open this week. <laughs> they're, play, they're, they're practicing in this brutal heat. Mm. How can they do that? The Jets and Giants opened two days ago. Rook, only rookies. Only rookies. <laughs> okay. So they're good for the rookies. And then next pretty week. soon the players are coming. Next week. No pads. The Giants. Right. No pads. Said right. today in today's paper, they're going to have two games in which they have throwback jerseys. Yeah. If that means anything to you people. Yeah, when they were good. Yeah. <laughs> it's more marketing, more stuff to sell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 30 women who had accused uh, Deshaun Watson for allegations, sexual assault, harassment, uh, settled their legal claims against the team. They're blaming the team because the team knew all about it and said nothing all along. So they got some more money in their pocket, the 30 women. My God. Meanwhile, the Jets placed uh, their tight end, Jeremy Ruckett, on the NFL list. What's the NFL list? Is that the non-football related injury? I don't know. They put him on the the NFL list. The two papers had no idea what they're talking about. Nobody? We can check that out. I see Kyler Murray is going to stay with the uh, the Cardinals. He signed a five-year extension, 230. And the Browns, you know, with Deshaun Watson, they're not too sure if the dude's going to play this year. So they're working out Josh Rosen and A.J. McCarron. Josh Rosen. Yeah. Josh so- Rosen. What I call Mark, the, the Browns. It was reported in the papers here that the Browns aren't interested in trading for Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, yeah. If he's going to be traded, it'll be more likely Seattle. Then yeah. it was talking. There was talk. Well, there was talking the other day. Can you see the Giants trading for him? There was. A or were they stuck about that? Or are they stuck on this quarterback? Who they have? You know, with, with Jones though. Jones. John Marrow made a very good comment. He's right. He says, we've done everything to screw this guy up. <laughs> really, I mean, they five coordinators in three years. Yeah. So let's let's see what he can do under maybe some stability with a really Put offensive a line around him. Have success and, and then reassess him next year. It's really OK, un- but they're passing up on Jimmy. On who? Jimmy G. I would take Jimmy G. Hey, I mean, he's a, he's a good quarterback, but, you know. Who's the Giants' there. backup now? Um, oh, they name? signed somebody. Uh, T- Taylor. Uh, no. Oh, yeah. Um, Ty- 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 Tyrone Taylor. Is, I Tyrod think. Taylor. Tyrod. He's the backup. Yeah. Okay. Uh, why don't we go on to uh, – that's all I have in football. Anybody have anything else on, else on football you want to add? Yeah, Winnipeg is undefeated in the Canadian Football League. I know. <laughs> and how come Toronto has only scheduled three games? Did, they, did that team? Did, I don't did know. Did the club fold? I don't know. <laughs> they only play three games. Check out if you next time you read the paper, Canadian Football League. Look at all. Every team has played the same number of games. Yeah. But the Toronto Argonauts have only played three games. <laughs> Must be COVID or something, probably. 
Why? In, in, in Canada? They got it oh, too, Mark. Oh, the whole world's got it. Nah. <laughs> Let's go on to basketball. <laughs> Not a hell of a lot. What do you got in basketball? Any news there, Fred? It's been a slow week. Maybe Ron's got some. Ron, you still with us? Nope. It went it's to been a slow week. I don't, don't say James Harden signed a two-year contract for $68 million, which would have been about $14 million less than he was going to make this year. Nick, Knicks, you still keep hearing rumors about Donovan Mitchell and the Knicks. He threw out the first pitch at a Brooklyn Cyclone game, which was prearranged months ago. And then Nets, and, and with Durant, I, I, I think the Nets are going to wind up. Durant's going to be in a Nets uniform when the season starts. I don't, and, so so? Kyrie, and so was Kyrie Irving. All right. And, and Andrew Wiggins says he's he, he that that he, that he's he doesn't like the fact that he had to get vaccinated, but he loves playing for the Warriors. <laughs> he says he says they treat him they treated him great, but I really didn't want to get vaccinated, but he did. The team player. Yeah, I read that there was a rumor Durant to the Raptors, but the the Nets wanted Scotty Barnes. Yeah, the the, the, but the they won't give up Scotty Barnes. Yeah. And and the, and the Knicks lost in the summer league finals to uh, to Portland, so that, that may be as close as they come to winning any kind of a championship. <laughs> and, and why the why do they call why do they call the summer league the NBA two K twenty three summer league? I don't know. And and also with the Knicks, the Knicks are the only team that has a press conference for a player Brunson without the press being there. <laughs> uh, Brunson I mean, said, no, Brunson said, I came to the next because my father's works there. <laughs> he came for the family. Yeah, father works there, right? Yeah. And uh, anything else you have? Not, not much at hockey. Except one of the best free agents in hockey is still, still not signed. The guy in Colorado, Nadre Kuzmi, I think his name is. He's a star and very good in the play. In the playoffs for the Avalanche, he's still he's still unsigned, and and the and the, and the Devils got their first string goalie. I forget his name. Or, I think a Vitek Vanacek. Yeah, thank you. Where did he come from? From Washington. Washington. Yeah, they they signed him from Washington. Is he Russian too? He's, either that or he's Eastern European. He's from that part of the world. Okay, got three years for ten million dollars. And that's about it. That's about it. Quiet basketball and uh, yeah. hockey. Quiet, Danny. Oh. What you got? Anybody watch the ESPY awards? No. no. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. What you think about Pally's it? I saw Pally's speech. That was, was great. And it was yeah. a very. That was a highlight. It was a very big slight that they didn't invite at first the women's college basketball player of the year from the championship team, South Carolina, and then as an afterthought, they invited her, and she turned it down. Smart, oh, very, 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 smart. very terrible on their part. Whose speech do you like, Howie? Dick Vitale. Uh, Dick Vitale. He's, oh, oh. He's he had, uh, he oh. won the Jimmy G uh, award. He's undergone cancer. Uh, where was it? He had melanoma. He also yeah, had yeah. other things, well, but he's cancer free now. I, I thought it was great when he said. I never played any sports, but I'm in 15 Hall of Fames. Right. <laughs> yeah, all the energy he had calling those games, yeah. analyzing. Anybody yeah. else have anything on, on hockey? No? 
Anything on bowling while we move along? Nothing, nothing. Nothing on bowling. British I'm, Open was last I'm weekend. I'm basically, I won't be able to bowl again until the middle of September anyway. Are you still hurting? You're right. Well, I'm, I'm supposed was supposed to go to the surgeon today, but he had an emergency surgery, surgery, so I'm seeing him as a follow up tomorrow morning. Then I went but, to work the next day after my hernia. Yeah, I was back in the gym. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I, didn't I just talked. Yeah. I blew my whistle. Don't push it, Danny. Yeah, six don't weeks is supposed to be. And don't be letting me crazy. So middle uh, of August. Uh, so the winner of the British Open was. Some Australian guy. Cameron's and something. Cameron <laughs> from Australia. Yeah. And, and who did he beat by one shot? Cameron uh, Young. So Cameron, yeah, yeah. Cameron Young, yeah. I wonder how many babies are going to be born Cameron now. <laughs> I don't know. Nice to hear that Jim Thorpe's family uh, officially oh, yeah. got reinstated on all the, right. Very nice. the 1912 Olympics. Uh, 110 years ago, he was stripped of those medals for violating strict amateur rules. Uh, the king of Sweden called Thorpe the greatest athlete in the world at the time. They had, New York had a ticket tape parade. Yeah. I did not realize that. Uh, Native American. Get like what? Native American. Native you know. American. Yeah. He played a little baseball. He picked up a check for maybe 42 bucks or something. Yep. And they stripped him. Uh, yeah. In 1982, 29 years after his death, his family was given duplicate medals, but he was not reinstated. Uh, there was a petition made. Yeah. And eventually, he was reinstated. Nice to hear that, Jim Thor. We love that movie, right? We've all you seen know, the like Jim Burt Thor Lancaster. movie. Burt Lancaster, right? You know, in Pennsylvania, there's a town, I can't think of the name of it, that has a Jim, Jim Thor. Thor. Oh, Jim Thor. It's also a movie made about his life. Yeah, I wonder whether they're going to change it because I was there once. And on purpose, the American flag is, 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 is upside down as a protest <laughs> at that monument site. Probably, the, but now, probably upside down. Everything's yeah. good now. I hope yeah, there, Gerald. I believe Jim Thorpe is buried in Pennsylvania. They want to actually yeah. have him buried in Oklahoma. There are a number of people who right, like to have his. Yeah. 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 Wasn't he born Actually, in Washington? There's nothing in his casket. I think it was called. Cool. There's a town in the Poconos called Jim Thorpe. Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania. Right. Well, hello, Michael. Welcome. Didn't see Michael shoot in there. Okay. And uh, the Tour de France. I know you're all involved in the Tour de France. Oh, right. yeah. uh, Roger has a Tour de Foliage, 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 <laughs> Foliage. which is close enough. What <laughs> stage did they have today? Boys, what number? 19. 18, <laughs> and they go to 21, so it ends on Sunday. Every Monday, they had a rest day. Thank God. Can you imagine all the bicycle riding? But they gave you two, two Mondays off. <laughs> two miles, is it? Yeah. Who it's knows? There's a, a lot of miles. Every day, mile 70, 80, 100. A lot of hills. A lot of hills. And hills. And yeah, go ahead, uh, Fred. I going to say, you know, next week is going to be a very disgraceful event in the in the metropolitan area with that Saudi Arabian golf tournament at the golf course of of our, our past president. I mean, I mean, the, all these golfers are really just taking it for the money against a, a, a country that is really an enemy of the United States. And and it, 
that whole that whole thing is 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 a total disgrace. So, yeah. and Trump yeah. and Trump welcomed them exactly, and he and he yeah. said these. He said they should quit the PGA and go that's on that. Right, tour. that's right. Because that's for the money, you know. Anything is for the money. Yep. Yeah, money, money, money. I, I, I won't, say, I won't say his name, Larry, but uh, you can. I got you. Okay. That's why I said. This is a non-political show. <laughs> beyond, Even though I think most of us feel the politics. same way. It's beyond politics. I mean, it's okay. Sports is politics. Money, it's a bunch, money. Of mur- a bunch of murderers, yeah. and, and here we have in a, in our country the. Allow, allowing that to take place. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else have any more sports to talk about? Anything? We've got a trivia questions remaining time. You guys prepare some trivia questions remaining? Yeah. Minutes? I got it. Oh, let's ask Stephen. We haven't heard you. Who's the oldest player to hit a home run in the major leagues? Julio Franco. Yeah. No, he said that. Julio oh. Franco's career. How old was he? You got, you got his 48. year there? 48. 48. Hmm. Interesting. Good question. All right, Milton. In 1958, a player, a football player, was traded from the Lions to Pittsburgh and said Detroit would never win another game for 50 years, and they managed to have the worst record in all of football. <laughs> It was like a supposed curse. Name the player. From Detroit to Pittsburgh? Yes. Yeah. Famous player. Not Famous. Bobby Lane. You got it. Say, That's really? it. Bobby oh, Lane wow. went Bobby to, Lane. I thought Bobby Lane. He went the other way. Yeah. No, I think from he Detroit. He didn't go from Pittsburgh to, to the Lions? Oh, Detroit. Yeah, I think he went the other way. I think he went from oh, Pittsburgh to the Lions. Check that. I think. got to research that. Because Detroit did Big Daddy Whitcomb. It wasn't I think Bobby Lane was was with a quarterback in the late fifties and early sixties. He was no, he was uh, he was replaced by Tobin Road around nineteen fifty six. Who was the first baseball player to have his picture on the box of Wheaties? That's a good one. Anybody? Lou Gehrig. It is. Lou Gehrig. It is. Alive or dead? He was alive. I, I, 19, and I'm not sure of the year. I remind, I think tomorrow I'll buy a box of Wheaties. I, I, I miss <laughs> eating first. Wheaties. Not with milk. Not with milk. <laughs> and not you know, with water. Luke also starred in a Western. Yes, he did. Yeah. Which one? Yeah. Which one, I Michael? I forgot the name of it, but um, uh, it wasn't that good a Western. Okay. Next week's question. All right. Uh, yeah, look it up. Uh, Fred, you go. Yeah. Who played on the team, the 1998 Yankees, that won 114 games, and also on the 2001 Mariners that won 116 games? Hmm. Hmm. Chris Mason. What's his name? Mike Tito? Flowers. No. It's a Franco, uh, Phelps? was a pitcher. A oh, pitcher. Oh, uh, the Australian guy, Graham Lloyd? No, no. Was, a re- oh, no. was a relief pitcher. Really- was a relief pitcher. Mike Stanton? No. No. Give me the initials. <laughs> J.N. J. Jeff Nelson. Right. Right. Oh, that Jeff Nelson. Yeah, he's a good pitcher. Yeah. Wow. All right, Michael, you go. Michael. All right. In 1978, game three of the Dodger-Yankee World Series, around the second or third inning, there was a 40-minute rain delay. And if you were a college football fan, you would switch to watch Michigan play Michigan State. Name the top 
pass receiver on Michigan State in those days who also had a very famous part in John, um, Brooklyn, uh, L.A. Dodger history. Kurt Gibson. Kurt Gibson it is. Very That's good. right. Very good. That's very right. Good. That's right. That's very right. Very I, didn't, I didn't remember the rain delay. Sorry. I don't either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, Mark. Who's that? Fred. The only, Fred, Fred. The only hey, all right. The 2001 Mariners that won 116 games had four players who played for them that season whose fathers also played in the major leagues. Mike Hegan? Nope. Boone. How about Boone? Right. Boone? Brett Boone is Brett, Boone. Brett. What uh, Brett Griffey? No. Griffey wasn't on that team? No. No. Long gone. No, Rated. Hmm. Wow. 2001 Mariners. Father? Father played in the major leagues. And they were on that team. Law? Yeah. Was Vance Law? No. Uh, they didn't. They may not have had prominent roles, but they did play right. on that team. That uh, give us initials. All right. Give D, us it. The, 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 D, B, S, J, and E, S. D, B. D, B, S, J, and E, S. B, S? Bullshit. E, S is the third. Word. So D, B. DB. Not Dave the Busher. No. <laughs> SJ, not oh. St. John's. No. It's gone through your mind, Mark. All right. All right, I have no part. idea. SJ's father was a second baseman on a on a World Series winner. For who? St. Louis Cardinals. Javier. You're right, Stan Javier. Oh, Stan Javier. Remember that is, son? Yeah, yeah. All right, that takes care of that one. By the way, Bobby Lane was with Detroit. D- Bobby yeah, Lane right. with Detroit. has a brother <laughs> who, is cur- who is currently a major league manager. DB. 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 Uh, I think it's David, oh. David Bell. Uh, oh, yeah. Who was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. David Bell. It's All right. Cincinnati? Okay. Yeah, but it was it. Yes. Who, who was guy, on it? Who was the, uh, the Bell on their team? Uh, but, but they... But, I Buddy forget Bell. his first Buddy Bell's son. I forget his first name. David Bell? David, no, David Bell, Bell right? I mean, is the manager in the Reds. I mean, oh, I should have, yeah. I didn't mean his brother. I mean, he was, is a major league manager, David Bell. And the fourth guy, his father was, he's got the same first name as him, was a pitcher for several teams in the, in the 60s into the 70s. Pitch, I know he pitched for Oakland for a while. What's his initials? M.S. E.S. E.S. E. Elias Sosa. <laughs> no. No. First, <laughs> first name is Ed. Ed Stroud. Ed. Uh, Spray. Ed, Ed who? Spray? Right, Ed Spray. Man, you got it, Mark. Wow. Where'd you get that one from? Yeah. Wow. From 1970 on, which Hall of Fame baseball players played their entire career on one team? And I got about 14 of them. Chipper Jones. Oh, let me get a Peter. pencil here. Wait. Yeah. Chipper Jones. Chipper Jones. One. Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn. Two. Robin 1970. Yow. Oh. Robin Yow. Robin Yow. Robin Yow. Three. Billy Williams. Peter. Brooks Robinson. No Williams. Derek no, Brooks Robinson. 1970. Well, Brooks Robinson. You're right. Oh. Where's Brooks Robinson? Oh, he was on before 1970. 
Oh, yeah. maybe from 1970 on, right? Okay. Right. Oh, okay. Kirby, Kirby, Kirby Dale Murphy. Still playing Who? Kirby Puckett. Kirby Puckett is on the list, yeah. R Rivera, Jeter, right? Jeter. Rivera. Cal Ripken. Cal Ripken Jr. Yep. Uh, let's see who else. Posada. You got no whole thing. Jim Rice. Jim Rice. Good, good pullout. Wow. Frank, Frank Thomas. Frank no. Thomas was not, no, he played different teams. Played with the A's. He did. Carl Yastrzemski. Carl Yastrzemski played yes. before them. 470, yeah. One was a, oh, uh, started as a catcher, played second base, played the outfield. Oh, oh, Biggio. Greg Biggio. Oh, you know, Barry uh, Larkin. Barry Larkin. Barry Larkin are almost there. Um, I'll just tell you. George Brett, Alan Trammell. Ah. I was there, oh, Mike man. Schmidt. Did Mike Schmidt play in the 60s? I don't think so. No. No. That, that, that rounds out the... Uh, what, what about the, the guy was in the mon, minor leagues? Like Jeff Bagwell. I know he was traded from the Red Sox, but he never played for the Red Sox. Yeah, but on the right. baseball card, it says Red Sox. Oh, yeah. okay. oh, Edgar Martinez, we forgot, too. Oh, Edgar, yeah. Yeah, Edgar, Edgar Martinez, all right. I got his name. Mr. DH. All right, who else? All right, Gerald, your turn. The only pitch... The only pitcher of the live ball era with the minimum of 750 innings pitched against whom all batters hit below 200. That's the question. <laughs> What's the question? <laughs> the, only the only, the only, the only, the only pitcher of the live ball era with the minimum of 750 innings pitched against whom all batters hit below 200. Wow. All right, you got to give us hints. Is he a Hall of Famer? Is he no, a Hall of Famer? He should be. He's, so he's not? No. You're not sure? He's not a Hall of Famer. Not a Hall of Famer? He's not a oh, Hall of Famer. Wow. Hmm. All right, what era? Are we talking about like your time to 1920s? We're talking about oh, 1978. Uh, I'm talking about 70s, 80s, 90s. Oh, 70s, 80s. All right. Tommy John. Ron Guidry. Are we naming it? Pitched for the, he, he pitched for the Mets. The Astros? Pitched for the Phillies, I believe. Yeah, wrong guy. You were thinking Mike Scott, right? Initials B is in Bobby W. B.W. Mickey Lolich. B.W. B.W. Williams. Bill Wilson. <laughs> What's his first name? Billy. Billy. Oh, Billy wow. Wagner? Wagner. Yes. Oh, Billy Wagner. Yeah. Wow. He should be in the hall. He should, he be, should, in be, in the hall. should be in the hall. He should be in the hall. He'll be. Yeah, very dominant. Very yeah. yeah. All right. Who else? Oh, Howie, you got one. Yeah. Manny Machado is the second third baseman selected to start in an all-star game in each league. Who was the first? Mm. Mm. Someone who was in both leagues or the third base? Yeah, they got selected for the American League and then they got selected for the Frank National Robinson, league. no? Yeah, no. third base. Oh, oh, third, third base. base. You're talking about third base? Wade third Boggs, base. maybe, Howie? What? Was no, Wade Boggs, maybe? I know, it was no. American League. Forget it. <laughs> no. no. 
Give Eddie me Matthews. First, Eddie Matthews. First chosen in the American League, and then later in his career yeah. in the National League. Mm. He was chosen seventy-five and eighty in the American League, and in eighty-five <laughs> in the National League. Mm. Think of the times, guys. Who was winning at during those times? The Orioles. Orioles. Yankees. Pirates. <laughs> Pirates. Roger got it. Yank. Greg Nettles. Right. Nettles. Oh, yeah. Greg Nettles. Yeah. Yeah. Got in uh, the year after he, uh, the Padres won. He apparently made the All-Star. 84. 84. Yeah. 80. No, he got in 85. Apparently. 85. Wow. Okay, how about this one? The first switch hitter inducted into baseball's Hall of Fame. Edgar Martinez. Frankie someone Frankie just said, I think someone said. Edgar Martinez, right? Frank- no. no. Frankie Frisch. Switch hitter. Oh, Frank- switch. Someone switch hitter. Frankie Frisch. Frankie Frisch. Frankie Frisch. Oh, yeah. Frankie, Frisch. Oh, yeah. Frankie Frisch was a switch hitter, 1947. One of my favorite players. Oh. You saw him play? <laughs> no, I said it's one of my favorite players. Anybody has initials, FF, I like. Oh, oh FF, oh. that guy. All right. <laughs> and he called him the Fordham Flash. I was the Flatbush Flash. How about the other switch? How about the other switch hitters in the Hall of Fame? This is a good list. Mantle, Eddie Mantle. Eddie Jack Murray. Mantle. Eddie Murray. Eddie Murray. Frankie Frisch. Chipper Jones. Chipper Jones is a switch hitter. Yeah, and why is he not on my list? Larry to bring it back. Okay, see, John. Oh, Larry, right? <laughs> Larry, yeah, You're a lot. Hmm. The recent guys, <sighs> Ozzy Smith. Oh yeah. Oh. And Red Shandies. Oh, oh yeah. Him. Nice. Uh, I'm one of the most recent guys. The older guys you'll never get. Well, wait uh, a minute. Wasn't one of the Wayner brothers switch to the Paul Wayner? He's not on their list. Not oh, on his list. No. They guys. had Robin Roberts. You never think of him as a hitter. And, and early win. Um, they both were switch hitters. Oh, you don't, but they're in the oh, Hall of Fame. No, no. Max Carey, Mordecai Brown. That's like the three-finger Brown. George Nigger, Davis, right. Ed Lyons, Kid Nichols, Red Faber, Dave Bark, Bacroft, uh, Red uh, Pennock. Rube Marquard, Miller Hawkins, Phil McKechnie. Yeah. Pictures. Uh, pictures. Those guys are pictures. pictures. I'm not really a switch hitter. <laughs> they couldn't hit either way. Isn't that the story exactly. about, right. like, the, what's the trivia question uh, that Vita Blue's the answer for, the last switch hitter to be MVP or Cy? What was it? Right. I gave that one. The American yeah. League yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. One of my old ones. Yeah. Anybody else have a question before we fade into the sunset? What do you got there, uh, Michael? Okay, back to the 78 World Series, Dodgers against the Yankees. <laughs> Who did the Dodgers dedicate that World Series to? Dedicate. Somebody who passed Jim away. Gill- right Jim now. Gilliam? Who said that? I Jerry. did. Jerry, you get the, you get the gold star. Oh, wow, very, very good. Very good. Very good. Fred? Yeah, when, when the Knicks won the championship, the general manager was Eddie Donovan. What college did he coach before he became referring to the Knicks? Oh, God. Was it Niagara? 
You're very close, but not quite. Saint Bonaventure. You're close geographically, Steve. Saint Bonaventure. Saint Bonaventure. Saint Bonaventure. Saint Bonaventure. I knew it was Bonnies. up there somewhere. Right. The Bonnies. Can you name the four men who have stolen over 100 bases in a season? Maury Wells. Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson. Lou Brock. Lou Brock. Lou Brock. One more. Yeah. Who's the one more? And this one more has stolen over a hundred bases, I think the most out of all those other names. Vince Coleman, you forgot. Oh, oh. Met, Met fans remember him. I'm like, yeah, 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 what a guy. Okay. What a guy. <laughs> got another question, Michael? We got a couple more minutes. Come on, Michael. Who was Howie Spira? That's who was George Steinbrenner, right? Working. You're watching Jeter's uh, uh, documentary. <laughs> he, was, uh, oh, he, was, the he was the guy, the gambler, or, or yeah. Steinbrenner. Who, who Steinbrenner Winfield. Uh, Winfield. wanted to investigate uh, Winfield. Winfield, yeah. Winfield, yeah. yeah. Is that why uh, Steinbrenner got suspended for a year? Yeah. And Michael rebuilt years. the farm system, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Again, it's, it's Steven, you go. Who's, who's the only player with 600 home runs and never won an MVP? Soto. Jim Tommy. Uh, no, no. Sosa? Tommy. No. You got Jim it. Jim Tommy yeah. pulls out. Yeah. Tommy, yeah. 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 Okay. Anybody else? Okay. So I guess we're good to go. <laughs> Thank you, boys, for another exciting week in sports. We definitely were all over the place today. <laughs> but yeah. that's good. That's good. And uh, we talked a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Think of some more questions for next week. We have seven days before show number. I lost count. 115. Is that next week? No, we're up to 117. One more to seven. What am I doing here? I'm out. Missed the few. Today's 116. Next yeah. week is 117. Numbers get so high, you'll get, get confused. Week, right? <laughs> and as we go off, somebody has to wake Alan up. Otherwise, he's going to get a sunburn. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for coming. And uh, nice talking sports with you guys. And uh, have Thank a fantastic you, week. Thank you. And Stay we'll cool. see you all real Mark, soon. Stay Enjoy. safe, everyone. Stay safe. Take care, Mark. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Have a good one. See you, Jerry. See everybody else. Bye. See you, Mike. <laughs>